welcome to the very first episode of Wonder Chaos. My name is Anna Gammons and I'm joined by artist Kate Doherty and physicist and Nobel Prize winner Konstantin Novozolov. Hello guys, how are you? Hi, hi Anna. Hello Anna. <laughs> this is the podcast where each week we are going to explore a different topic from different perspectives to hopefully strengthen our understanding and connection to each other and the world around us. And our very first episode is very appropriately named Chaos. <laughs> so without further ado, let's just dive straight in, shall we? Um, you both come from very, very different backgrounds. You know, we have an artist and we have a scientist. What are your initial thoughts when I mention Chaos? Well, I think there is uh, quite a strict mathematical definition of, of Chaos when the system departs into a very unpredictable direction and 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 state from its from its initial conditions and this departure is is exponential maybe sometimes it's difficult to make the connection of this mathematical description to the real world to what we generally describe uh and understand in our day-to-day life as as chaos but i guess we will try today to show those those connections where possible and um uh well i find that of course extremely interesting and beautiful there's a sort of perfection to scientific uh, uh perspectives on the world which is one of the many reasons why i so enjoy the company of uh Kostya. i think uh chaos and uh order and harmony are um, uh an integral part of uh, our existence in this uh, created universe and um and i found a thing that carl jung said he said um in all chaos there is a cosmos in all disorder a secret disorder and so i i feel like a uh, um a chaos uh, order peace harmony <clears throat> darkness light they're um they're part of uh the, they are the root of all um creation and and every part of our existence and that um is quite a good thing to embrace the idea of chaos and uh and and be at peace with it um uh like uh like i was saying last week um about negative capability you know having a having a kind of peaceful relationship with uh <laughs> with um with with chaos is is part of having a reasonably happy personal existence within your with yourself with your family and uh with your community i suppose so yeah i like that, the idea of chaos is necessary maybe I, I can ask straight away do you do you feel that people are naturally chaotic like uh, i'm sure that myself i I am, but do do you think it's it's the it's, <laughs> it's just just natural for for people to, to be chaotic and then and then it takes the 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 will to bring to to keep this chaos inside and not to let it out. I think um, I think we're. Uh, I, I, of course, this is just my personal opinion. But when you think, um, so you look at the early mythology. Um, out of the, the root of everything is chaos. So, in the terms of our world, in the terms of ourselves as individuals, um, it's it's also. I think I suppose it's kind of chaos and sort of darkness and the void, um, and um, and that these. This is like at the heart of our 
of our being and our existence. And if you look at, so for example, and we, we kind of work our way out of that as best we can, I suppose, on a sometimes a five minute basis, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> over the course of an existence. But if you look, for example, you know, Kostya and I are parents. And, um, uh, when you have a room full of small children, it is chaos, right? But, um, but if you give some rules and boundaries, to the children and say, I don't know what, why don't you all play Twister? Then, uh, you can have a room full of children, uh, really enjoying themselves and, um, and getting to know themselves and having a sort of fruitful morning, um, uh, because you've given them some rules. So I think a part of, part of kind of enjoying chaos almost is, is being able to sort of channel it a bit towards some kind of a goal that you might want that might also be chaotic, but, but, but you kind of create a little pathway to get to something that you well, want. I think controlling chaos outside is probably easier than controlling the chaos inside, right? So you have, you, you, you constantly have so many thoughts in your, in your brain and you are just uh, pulled in different directions. I want to do this. I, I want to do that. Or I don't want to do anything, but then it takes a lot of, mental power a lot of discipline to direct you and somewhere somewhere meaningful and try to fight this this chaos but i guess later we need to talk is this fighting fruitful or maybe we can submit to chaos from time to time or look for chaos i kind of look for chaos certainly um for uh, i try to find I'm always looking for kind of truth and peace and harmony. I suppose that's kind of part of my character. And, um, and for example, an understanding of chaos and kind of introducing new ideas. I love that. Do you know? And that's, so when you, when you're, uh, when I'm feeling really sort of worried and sort of, uh, uh, looking for stability, I suppose. Then I look for new ideas and and new thoughts that are going to sort of refresh my 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 view of the of the created world. And that's something that, for example, I I find real like um, inner peace through thinking about ideas from science. You know, because there's it's it's so other to me almost. That is chaos because <laughs> I don't understand it. And, um, and trying to understand it, trying to sort of reach towards some sort of, uh, getting out of chaos is in itself quite a, quite a sort of soothing, um, process. It's quite uh, restful to really push yourself to try to get your mind around a new idea, you know? And, um, I feel like we've, we've covered so many topics already. We've covered mental chaos. We've covered different types of chaos. Do you guys think that chaos is just inevitable and what we do as people is sort of jump from chaos to chaos to chaos? Do you think that we sort of, we replace one chaos with another chaos? Well, I think, uh, I think people generally hate this idea of chaos, but of course they, they, it takes a lot of power to, to fight it, it's like the the world is uh, is trying to get more and more chaotic. The entropy grows all the time, and what we what what we are doing um, as uh, as human beings, we're just spending energy in exactly to control this 
these cows and to and to bring some some order into it and the moment we we slip it we just we let it go chaos chaos grows but as uh, as kate mentioned uh, that's sometimes it might be it might be positive or, or maybe often it is it is positive when when it is too boring to follow certain rules and too borrow too too boring to to, to follow certain paths you try to just let it go chaos creates just makes a complete a complete disruption and you find yourself in in a, in a completely different landscape so so then there is something else to 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 explore and if you look for example there's moments of chaos in history like um when the some of the most interesting schools of philosophy um about sort of mental discipline for example the stoics um uh, a whole philosophical movement about order and self-control and uh and harmonious living came out of the chaos real chaos that ensued after the death of alexander the great when alexander the great died the whole you know the whole sort of civilized world um that they knew at that time sort of fell into disarray and um and uh, nations fell apart nobody had any order at all and then out of it came this sort of very beautiful calm uh, school of philosophy that influenced that still is influencing us today so so out of chaos for example i don't know i was thinking also about the do you remember the well you don't <laughs> i'm so old <laughs> the, <laughs> Oh, one of you tell wasn't us, here and the other one wasn't born. But we had the miners' strike in uh, in England just recently. I remember when I was a when I was a kid, there was this one summer in 1976, and it was kind of chaos. The miners were on strike. The there was a general strike here in England. The they weren't burying the dead. I remember. I really do remember like giant walls of rubbish that hadn't been collected sort of walking along the streets through the sort of you know barricades almost of sort of uncollected rubbish and uh, and then out of that came a really sort of um uh frightening and cold <laughs> sorry slightly personal view uh new order of you know sort of thatcherism and uh and uh and sort of uh creating a very sort of ordered um thing and then now that's 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 sort of subsided and um so there's it's it's um it's sort of up and down and there's also individual chaoses like and so looking at artists for example yayoi kazuma she lives in a psychiatric institute in in japan and creates these very orderly but chaotic artworks um some of the great artworks of the whole of mankind Guernica, for example with picasso portraying the chaos of war andy warhol you know looking at the chaos of consumerism i mean maybe that's me sort of projecting onto it um they're kind of creating some sort of an order out of their own personal view of the world in order to give themselves peace as it were i think it is actually very uh it's it's probably very true because you can also uh see that lots of scientific discoveries and 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 progress happens around the time of the war so war generally uh helps the technology but also also science as well so we we can maybe uh just 
by the time at least we can connect the creation of the quantum mechanics and the and the uh, and the special theory of relativity to the first world war and of course the uh, atomic power atomic bomb is the second world war so whether it is it is just the the need or it's actually something which uh, uh, which frees people mind and then makes scientists thinking uh, in in different directions and having different perspectives it's a, it's a good question I like the idea, um, both of you have mentioned the idea of chaos being um, a kind of force for change or even like a reset on on a current state of being. I like that idea that maybe we need chaos to sort of be creative and do something different. Um, Kate, you mentioned as an artist that you, you know, you find chaos, you can find creativity in chaos. Is that is that true to you? And, And you mentioned musicians and writers and artists. How does that how does that sit for you? Well, I think um, it, it, there's a wonderful book by uh, um, a psychiatrist called Kay Redfield Jameson, who wrote a book about, which is called An Unquiet Mind. <laughs> I really recommend uh, reading it. Can we all relate? Yes. <laughs> and uh, and it's, it's about um, uh, individual, emotional, and um, I suppose also medical uh chaos and the creative process and um and so she has analyzed and read the diaries of loads of different artists and musicians and writers and um and found that a lot of them had um actually got a sort of more or less sort of manic depression in fact manic depression which is i suppose a huge it's when you're not at all i mean uh, i don't know what the actual definition of manic depression is but but um you oscillate between two very extremes yeah but i don't know i mean there must be some kind of a term for it as well but the um uh the idea of sort of swinging from from one mood and uh and one focus of interest to another allows perhaps an intensity of feeling that might be uh, useful to the creative process. You know, if you're sort of feeling a bit down, it's not the same as if you're really thinking that life has no purpose and therefore you would be able to write a better poem about your extreme uh, sense of personal disarray or joy or whatever it might be. They're all the same, really. Um, these sort of the, the outer edges, I suppose, of human experience are where a lot of um, new thinking and uh, and creativity comes from. No? I think there is a law, of course, in, uh, uh, in uh, psychiatry that uh, minor anxiety helps helps productivity, but I think... Uh, the the notion of inventiveness and creativity goes goes a bit a bit further and it really needs sort of quantum shake up for for the wall for, for for your wall consciousness so to to get into a completely new state whether it passes through through any chaotic state or and how do we achieve this chaotic state i don't know maybe uh, in your in your sleep when your brain com- uh, relaxes and uh, re- just rewires a little bit it gets through this uh, state of chaos can you get into the into a state of chaos Kate? do you do you know when you are in the in the chaotic state <laughs> have you have I you ever been uh... there i'd say <laughs> um well i mean yes i i think i probably have but um 
But I think I associate a personal chaos, a feeling of chaos with a real sense of sort of um, despair, I suppose. Uh, so I think I've a few times felt a real sense of, um, of real dis despair. Um, but, um, but the, the chaos, but I suppose I'm, I'm talking about in a more sort of general, uh, well, uh, I completely right. agree. It, it shouldn't be negative, right? It shouldn't be chaos. Yes. Chaos can be beautiful. It doesn't need to be a despair. Right? Yeah. And that's the thing. I like, uh, I see chaos as not necessarily a bad thing. And I don't associate it with this void and darkness that I think a lot of people who are very afraid of chaos, if you're afraid of chaos, then of course, <laughs> it's going to be a bad thing for you. But if you, if you quite like it, and you embrace it, and you find it inspiring, then you go and find new people and new experiences who are going to contribute to you having a more simulated and inspiring uh, uh, way of seeing things, do you know. So I'm always I love, for example, meeting people who, or, or reading books that, that make you see things differently. And that, that is in a way a sort of resettling of ideas. It's, it's a form of chaos, really, isn't it? If you, if you think about, uh, Kostya was showing me this, um, will you talk about your book that when you, when you put together the dictionary and the Bible? That's a perfect illustration of chaos. Will you? Tell us about it. Well, oh, uh, it's one of the possible illustrations when uh, I take um, I take uh, annotated Bible, which is quite an interesting read by itself, and you really <laughs> you really see how uh, how how much is hinging really on on the interpretation of of every single word, and then you you really feel that. Uh, the the whole work, which is huge, it's a couple of thousand pages, uh, can be thrown into uh, into chaos by one single misinterpretation. And then what I was trying to do in this, it, it's a, it's an artistic work, and uh, I tried to mix it uh, with with a, with a dictionary by intercalating the uh, the two books and show that if you if there is a mistake in a in a dictionary and of course there are many dictionaries involved in the interpretation of uh, of a bible then the wall uh, the wall our, our uh, philosophy can be sent into into havoc for example somebody was telling me i was talking to a theologian the other day who explained to me this really interesting um uh we weren't actually talking about chaos but we could have been um who explained to me that the word sin, yeah, which is a sort of big word that's, I'd say, formed 2,000 years of our behavior and sort of moral coding and even the way we see ourselves as individual in, in with regards to the sort of larger framework of society. You think, oh, you know, I'm a sinner or whatever, um, or people call that to you. He said that um, it's, a mis it's a mistranslation of a concept from the Old Testament, <laughs> which is uh, a person who has... Uh, 
wandered off the path. <laughs> and, uh, and it's actually a very, very gentle, uh, term, which, um, the, the inference of the original text is that, um, we're all on the path towards enlightenment and, uh, and, uh, connection with, uh, with the spirit of love in the universe, but that sometimes we, we get a little bit lost and, and we can be brought back in. Um, and, uh, and, and the idea of sin is so sort of strong and has, been so destructive to <laughs> for thousands of years and it's a mistranslation just like you say Costa. i think it's a perfect uh, a description of the mathematical definition of of, of chaos where some tiny mis misinterpretation not even complete mistranslation really uh ends up uh with the exponential departure from the from the original idea and it's the same even with personal relationships. Don't you have sometimes a, um, if you have a misunderstanding or an argument with someone and it comes from a very tiny thing often, it can come, uh, um, often the thing that really, really annoys you in a conversation is something that you have misinterpreted. In fact, um, I think that goes. That goes back to the chaos of our brains, doesn't it? The filter, the, the chaotic filter that we have. I, I want to go back to, um, in a second, Kostya, you mentioned that there is order in chaos and particularly as a, as a scientist, I think that's a really interesting concept. But I want to ask the question, do you think that chaos is thrust upon us or do we? Do you think we create our own chaos intentionally? Um, I'm sure that uh, many of us try to create chaos intentionally, and that's that's true for for artists. That's that's true for for scientists because we need to depart from the usual routine of our life, and uh, you need inspiration, you need creativity, and that and that's where you create a, a bit of chaotic situation to which would take you to some new directions, but. Generally, I think it's uh, it's what you would notice that people are often like a little bit of chaos. It's uh, it's a little bit it's very boring for people to be too Swiss, right? So just you 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 try to to avoid, especially in the UK, we enjoy it and we don't want to to get into this into the complete order and that's probably the nature of our uh, of our of our mind where where we we need all this stimulation all this stimuli all the time to support our our creativity this uh, the uh, the the willingness to live itself but also, yeah, there's like sort of exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. This, um, order and discipline, the more, um, in a way kind of re self-reliant you can be, I suppose, intellectually and also in terms of sort of a, some sort of a functionality, like you can catch the train that you're supposed to catch and da, 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 allows you more freedom to embrace an enjoyable chaos that is um, that's very freeing, and that that's the sort of frontier that is quite interesting between art and science and creativity and uh, and some sort of sense of connection with the universe is is when you I don't know I mean taking the example of uh, I don't know like Kostya goes to university does all these things blah blah and then uh, one day is kind of like fooling around with some sellotape um because you've done all that you've got all the sort of backup that allows you to understand 
your chaos, the, your little experiments, and the, the, you have the confidence to be messing around and embracing chaos and looking for new experiments and, uh, and, for, and for new ways of trying out theories, then you get into it, you can sort of jump through into a new, uh, a new realm, in fact. And so it's, it's sort of, I, I would say almost like chaos is almost like an, 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 an aspiration that you might want to get to at the end of a sort of tunnel of, of learning and, um, uh, and, and sort of, um, I don't know, get all of your stuff out on the table and make sure that you've had some breakfast and I don't know what, and then you can create a beautiful ink drawing, for example, but you have to have done all the rest of it before you can embrace this sort of the unknown, I suppose, might be a good analogy for chaos mm. in that sense. I was going to say, as a scientist, uh, one might think that your role in society and your community is to solve chaos. I wondered how you feel about that. Um, well, the, it's, it's actually um, a dual role, of course. So one is we, we need to solve chaos. That's, that's correct. But, uh, but another one, we need to uh, we need to 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 create it, but to in, in order to solve it, you have to create it first, and you you need to know what is what to solve, and and you need to experiment with it. So you 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 are creating chaos, you're creating unknowns, and uh, as scientists, most most of the time, what we do, we search for those unknowns, we search for those abnormalities. And when we find those, we try to uh, uh, to uh, activate it, to amplify those abnormalities, to 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 study it from from different perspectives, and and then of course, so, and that's really one of the uh, well, one of the greatest pleasure we we get is to find. Uh, the abnormality which which nobody seen before and 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 when you amplify it you really you you become more and more sure that yes that's uh, something completely new which we don't have proper description in our mind and then you need to create a new language for it and and you need to and then through through the creation of this new language you you make it normal I went to, to uh, a long time ago to the um, particle collider outside of uh, Geneva, and there was this uh, theoretical physicist who literally blew my mind. It's only happened to me twice. Once was in Barcelona with one of the guys who you introduced me to, who explained to me a concept that once I kind of managed to kind of get to the sort of front door of understanding it, I, I felt actually dizzy and I had to sit down. But the, the same, but the same thing happened uh, the, with the particle collider and this uh, this theoretical physicist explaining to me that the results that they, because the whole of the particle collider, as you know, is to create an experiment to look at the unknown quantity of what happens when two particles, how did the worlds come into creation? And, um, and so he said the results were so unexpected. If you imagine, he was trying to explain it to me because I'm a bit of a kind of, you know, uh, whatever. 
don't play yourself down Kate you just whatever person have a doctor but anyway so physics. he said so, so it's as if for example you crash two strawberries together at the speed of whatever um you might expect some of the results to have to be at least sort of strawberry or vegetable related or do you know that you, you know if you were to expect any kind of a result from such a thing you might expect results that were like a b and c you know and he said that the results were so unexpected he said it was as if you crashed two strawberries together and you get exactly the world you know so you get like a uh you know a beautiful piano a forest of silver birch with a little person gathering some mushrooms um that's uh, so hard to wrap your head around <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know what the great plague uh you know planets da -da, because that is what did happen you know and and yeah. we all come out of chaos and all of the early myths and religions all uh have uh, uh a sort of creation myth where there is this void and chaos and darkness out of which comes all of this miracle of um, of the created universe. So Kate, I, I just thought about <laughs> about uh, an analogy which uh, which I'm sure uh, I, I stole from from somewhere, but I, I can't remember from where now. Is it? Do you think it is? Uh, it is chaos until we find. A word for it, like uh, like we uh, we do our experiments and 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 it looks chaotic, but then we find a beautiful formula which uh, which strengthen everything. Or you can uh, you can create some uh, some music and uh, uh, and I'm a bit fond of uh, of the uh, of music notations and. Um, I really like this uh, this story about uh, the prepared piano of John Cage, right? So that when he just uh, described first for on several pages how to change the piano by 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 putting a bolt here or a or a spoon or a spoon there, but then having this this notation makes it makes it very very streamed uh, a description of the music. So. Uh, it, I think it, it looks it looks chaotic until we find the right word for it and then the right description. Well, exactly, and even like my friend, I have a friend whose mum uh, has been ill for two or three weeks now, and then she went to the hospital on Saturday, and um, and the doctor did all these exams on her and said, ah, what you have is, <clears throat> and then all the family feels better, even though. The mum is in hospital and uh, and uh, and she's still not well, but everybody feels better because this 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 unknown quantity has been named, and um, and so to your point, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone wants to. There has to be some sort of definition. Yeah, once we once we define it, the the course of action for the treatment is predetermined. The course of action, how do we solve this equation, is there. So. So once we called it, we know what to do with it. Yeah. Do we think, do we think maybe then that, that chaos is more about the human need to control things or the human need to understand things? Maybe that's um, something that's interesting. Do, can we, do, we can't let sleeping dogs lie, can we? We're constantly trying to find more information and feed ourselves. Do you think that... Yeah, the, yeah this is I a guess. strange feeling, I agree, that we, of course, we find, uh, as scientists, we find it 
uh, an immense pleasure once you explain something and you put it in uh, in order and the the graph rather than just uh, r- random random points straightened up in in certain coordinates in certain kernel uh, as a, as a straight line but then you are trying to search for small deviations on this on this graph and and and, and try to find new abnormalities there yeah it's finding new things it's looking for new things and you think you know I remember, um, uh, you know, finding a new property uh, like uh, I don't know, for example, your graphene, or is is in a way, you know, when you're sort of on the sea in in a little boat, and then somebody goes and dives to the bottom and comes up with a shell or or something like that. I think there's something very joyful about discovering something. It's it's things that have always been there, but that you didn't know were there. And um, uh, and maybe this is part of uh, a sort of new finding new languages for expressing uh, new things. Um, so is is something that I find really interesting talking to you, Kostya. Once I was saying, how do you write about how do you how do you express yourself about things that are new? <laughs> you know that are like new concepts and 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 what we would you remind me what you said because it's very interesting yeah i think i think that's uh, every time you really have to find a new a, a new language and that's uh, and that's actually really part <laughs> of the uh, of the scientific discoveries that the real scientific discoveries were, comes when a new um, a new language or a new entity uh, uh, comes into into play in which things are becoming very very symmetric, and and that's and people people search what 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 do they need to introduce to make things sim, uh, symmetric and and uh, and beautiful, and I think in the in in art uh, in art is the same, right? So you need to uh, how do you find uh, order in color. So you just need to draw a line and and separate things into two two beautiful um, objects. Or so how do you how do you work on it? How do you find beauty in in cows? But this is the thing because there's beauty everywhere, right? And so it's all just um, we were talking about this too the the ubiquity of beauty at the heart of everything. And if you and um, and this is the heart also of of chaos. And so if you can look clearly at chaos, you'll see that it's full of it's full of order. They're just all jangling against one another, and you can't you can't see the order but do you remember when we were saying uh Kostya about your university students in uh in Singapore and trying to think of a project for 40,000 students to do during the lockdown and one of them was we were going oh well we could get them all to look at chaos and then at the end maybe they'd discovered that there is no such thing as chaos it's just (laughs) um that at the heart of all chaos there's order and that the the whole thing is just a defunct concept there is chaos in Singapore as well. So it's not everything streamlined, so do, so do you think do you think it's it's um it's the human intention to solve all chaos and so there's no more chaos? Do you think that that's what the ideal scenario would be for humans to, to kind of fix chaos as it I were? The, that, I mean I don't think that's I think possible. It will be, but... I think it's uh, it not not everything that depends on us. I think if we ask to create chaos on on demand, I think it will be very very difficult to do, 
but uh, but <laughs> yes, also but also yeah. to to eradicate it entirely. It will be to create complete order. It's, I think it is in the human nature to try to introduce more chaos, or maybe some sometimes unnecessary even chaos. Mm. Interesting. We're almost on a hamster wheel, then, aren't we? <laughs> Trying to create and solve constantly. Yeah, I think I think that's the uh, uh, probably the the cyclic uh, development of, of the world is uh, is a reflection of this. That from time to time we need to have economical crisis or 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 a war, even unfortunately. So that's it happens not by itself. It's it's a reflection of of human human psychology. Uh, Another question: Whether it is individual or social, that's um, that's difficult to 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 judge. I don't know what, whether uh, all these chaotic situations really a projection of our individual minds or or projection of the of the collective behavior. Well, yeah, because if you meet chaos with chaos, then everyone's quite confused. But you can sort of preserve your own mental state, for example, by, um, by, by keeping calm, I suppose, and, and giving out light and peace, right? Do you know, so, so we're all in control, if we're not, um, uh, if we're blessed with uh, good health and good mental health, we're still in charge of our own perception of things and um and so uh chaos i suppose you know like chaos is as chaos does you know if if uh um if if you can kind of keep yourself uh calm and strong and uh in a good place during periods of chaos as a society as a community as a family as an individual then um, then the chaos is is kept at bay, right? Well, it's, okay, uh, but I think it is. It would be extremely expensive. And when I say expensive, it's not only in monetary terms. It's actually uh, in, in in terms of your 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 efforts in in energy and so on. That's 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 where we started in the beginning of the of this of this podcast, right? That uh, our minds are quite chaotic and people are generally chaotic, but we we are trying to keep ourselves at bay curved and 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 try to to impose the discipline. But then uh, we are we are social animals, right? So we're bombarded from different directions by by different opinions and we have to create a shield to uh, to protect ourselves to to keep to to, to keep uh, this chaos at at bay and I think that it, it can be extremely uh, energetically expensive to do it and the more society gets uh, gets out of equilibrium the more bombarded you you become and the more the more uh, um, the more influence you get and you get uh, susceptible to 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 all this so of course it's 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 easy to give this recipe that okay keep keep calm and do not do not get emotional too much but I, I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not sure if it if it works exactly, exactly. yeah that's, uh, so it's uh, probably probably there is a, a, a different people have different threshold of, of of becoming emotional and 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 uh, start start to panic 
And that's, but uh, I guess everybody got this 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 threshold. Until, uh, unless you are completely desperate and you have nothing to lose at all. Can I? Um, I, I think that uh, I think I like what Kate is saying. Almost that chaos is kind of you make the choice to either see it as dark or light. You you choose to see the beauty in chaos. I think that's a personal choice, perhaps. Um, and I love that idea. I want to kind of we're we're running out of time, but I want to talk a little bit about. Um, global warming because uh, you know Kate mentioned you know we had a preliminary chat and Kate mentioned this this might be potentially one of the most chaotic events that we will ever see um, I'd like to talk a little bit about that what do you guys think about that from an artist and from a scientist's perspective well, I think chaos, I think the uh, the chaos in this situation is that we're so calm about this we know we know <laughs> it's, it's coming inevitably and the humanity is so calm that we we we're actually not not doing anything or or pretty much nothing about <laughs> about this so that's that's the so that's the chaos of the situation for me mm. and also uh for 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 me <laughs> this is i mean uh, i suppose it's a bit of a kind of long termist view but um i think that uh when people talk about um I think that our planet is likely to survive whatever it, whatever terrible thing that we do to it. And I think when we talk about talk about global warming and uh, um, and our future, we're actually talking about being a, the human race. Yeah. So I think that people, human beings, tend to take the the existence of human beings very seriously you know, and <laughs> as the existence of the world there's no world without yeah, us in it exactly know? so they're like oh well you know it's all it's all about us do you know well yeah. no it we isn't this world what it do is you know it, it's like maybe there'll be no more human race but you know maybe that's not such a bad thing considering <laughs> we're not doing an especially good job of uh, of uh, of whatever it is that we're doing you might think uh so perhaps chaos will be the end of us all and uh, that won't be you know that's just uh, that'll be what it'll be well, right? that, that's for sure because the the entropy will will win at the end and it's, you can't do anything about this <laughs> All right, we've got time for some summarizing thoughts from both of you. We've been, I feel like we've been, we've been to mental health, we've been to climate change, we've been to space a little bit. Um, do you kind of have any closing thoughts about chaos? I mean, it's very hard to summarize, isn't it? It's such a chaotic subject. I, but. I think what I think it was actually quite a quite a chaotic conversation, but what? Well, no, but but but, but we can see that's that's exactly that's exactly me and Kate. We we have. We have those chaotic conversations all all the time because during those conversations, <laughs> if anyone bothers to take notes, then then you can actually make a, if you reorder our words in some in, in some strange uh, strange order, then you can get a few a few ideas for uh, for our for our art projects. So I think I think I've got uh, I've got a few a few ideas now at least. So that's um, I think. Calling calling a name to um, uh, to 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 cows would be a very interesting thing to uh, to explore for me. We can I think I think we should try to do it, and we should create create chaotic pictures and call in and and find names for them, and see if they if they would if they would suddenly take a different a different path or a different life. <laughs> 
I'm really exactly. enjoying that Kostya, the scientist, has gone all creative on us. <laughs> oh, is a completely creative genius, I think. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that he's really good at, is creativity. Totally. Um, and science is creativity. I think um, uh, uh, I agree completely with what Kostya said. And um, But what I kind of, my sort of um, conclusion is the thing that Sun Tzu said. He wrote The Art of War and he said, um, in the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. And, uh, and I think, uh, if you can kind of bear that in mind, then, uh, me and Kostya can create some really cool, uh, artworks. We can get out of this, uh, pandemic <laughs> with opportunities to create a better world. You know, the, the future is in our hands. Do you know, I mean, that's something that I think people lose sight of with so much media and sort of nonsense. You feel like the world is kind of happening to you. No, it's just this sort of barrage of information, like a sort of gigantic truck kind of going to run you over on the street, you know. But actually, no, you know, the, we're in charge of our own individual destinies. And, uh, you know, we can, it's up to us, right? No? Kate, I think I think you are completely right. It is in our hands. Except we, we, we build our future with our hands, except we don't know what kind of future we're building. <laughs> There's a definition of chaos. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. I think that's the perfect closing statement. I love that. Thank you, Kostya, and thank you, Kate. That is unfortunately all we've got time for, but the connection does not end there because we want to hear from you listening at home. So you can write to us at wonderchaospodcast at gmail.com with your suggestions, topics, questions you'd like to ask or general feedback. What are you hoping <laughs> they'll be in our Gmail account, guys? Whatever they, they, they will throw on us, I'm sure that we'll call it a name and make some sense out of it. <laughs> I have no doubt that you will do that um thank you so much for listening to wonder chaos we will see you next week goodbye everyone